0: Hi and welcome to the Life Source Christian Church Audio Lounge with Senior Ministers John and Anne Giuliano. Have you ever wondered about how to better connect with God? Well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with in this week's show, where you'll learn how to more fully love God, grow spiritually, and help others. Hey, I really look forward to sharing with you this morning just for a just for a short period of time. I want to talk to you about friendships. Everybody will know that friendships are incredibly important. And part of the reason why we're celebrating Pastor John's uh, birthday is because he's got so many friends. And, uh, and he's certainly uh, one of my very closest friends, if not my best friend. And, uh, and I just love it. But you know what I love most of all is that we're recognising 60 years, but we're actually talking about the next 10 years. And that's exciting, I think. It's absolutely amazing. And I was thinking about this, I said it in the first service, that uh, I think right at this point in time in history in terms of the church I think we're in harvest time how many people can feel the sense that we are in harvest time See, people are often talking about when the harvest comes and when revival comes I want to tell you it's time we the church woke up and realized we are smack bang in the middle of harvest time and we're right there now and and here's the thing in harvest time is it says that in harvest time that that the latter rain will come and it will exceed the former rain and I was thinking about that in terms of of our pastor here because he's had 60 years of the former rain of sowing and doing amazing things and seeing great results with with Anne and this great church but this is the season for him and I say this prophetically as well this is the season of the latter rain and the bible makes it really clear that when we enter in that latter rain that latter rain will far exceed anything that the former rain brought and understand this that the latter rain comes during harvest time and so I believe that the next 10 years you know this this goal of 50 churches being planted you can hear that and go, well, we haven't planted a whole lot of churches in the last 20 years. How are we going to plant 50 in the next 10? I want to tell you, it's the season for it right now. It's a new era for this church. It's a new era for your pastor and my good friend, John. And I believe that you can exceed 50 churches in 10 years. And not just 50 churches of 100, although if there are 100, that's an awesome thing. But I think some of those churches will go on to be churches that plant more churches, that plant more churches. How many people know that we can never have too many churches in Sydney? And so I'm excited about this. How many people in this church are excited about this vision? I mean, we should be pumped because this is not just his dream, it's our dream. It's a shared dream. It's what friends do together. Because the power and the synergy of friendships is what transforms this world in Jesus' name. And we hear a lot of talk about metamorphic and because uh, I, when I go places I get introduced and people quote the numbers and so forth and, and to me 6,800 doesn't sound a whole lot right now because we're in the middle of what God is doing. But the reality is if I stop for a few moments and count the millions of people that have been born again in those churches, it is outstanding, it really is, it's an amazing thing. But here's the thing, I know it's not about Julie and I, it's about the sum total of the friendships that we've built over the last years. And so I want to talk to you today about building friendships that count, because you are, or your future is the sum total of the friends that you have right now. Can I say that again? Your future is the sum total of the friends that you have in your life right now. If you want to know what your next 10 years look like, have a look at the friends that you hang out with today. How many of you know, this is true, if you've got, say your five best friends, because I thought about this the other day, because you see... I am well qualified to talk about friendship and I probably should give you my credentials first because this is pretty important because you might say well how do we know that you know anything about friends? Well I've got 1,675 Facebook friends, (laughs) I am qualified, they all love me unconditionally, they do, I'm I'm in all of their wills, I mean they're they're amazing, it's amazing and you think that's good, I've got 1,907 LinkedIn connections. And they all love me. They all bought my book. 25, this, is, this is going to blow your mind. I have 25,600 Twitter followers. I think they're all twits, to be honest with you, but no, they're not really. But I've got 25,600 Twitter followers and I haven't tweeted in three years. I mean, that is amazing. I have 30,000 genuine connections around the planet that call me their friend. But how many people know the reality is... I can count my real friends on my two hands. And this man is one of those people. And when I think about the successes that we have, when I think about the successes that you have, it is all to do with the friendships that you build and the people you invest into and the people you allow to invest into your life. And so I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about... Because Facebook, the Facebook version of the Bible, tells us what a real friend is. And I want to read that to you. You didn't know that Facebook had its own Bible, did you? It says this in Proverbs 17, 17. It says, a friend is someone you may or may not know well who accepts your request to be a friend on Facebook. (laughs) Um, This person is born to like and comment on your post and to make you feel really, really good about yourself. That's, the, that's, that's, what, uh, that's what Proverbs 17:17 17, 17 says in the Facebook Bible. But in my Bible it says this: It says, "A friend loves at all times." Yes. And a brother is born at a time of adversity." Yes. And what I'm here to tell you today is what you already know, and that is, he's a real friend. He's not a Facebook friend. Right. Although he may be my friend on Facebook. Are you my friend on Facebook? I am. There you go. See, I don't even know. I don't even even go on Facebook. I just put a post up. I don't know who likes things or who doesn't. But one thing I do know is he loves me at all times. One thing I do know is he's loved me in the hard times. He's loved me in the good times. He's loved me when I was successful and he's loved me when I wasn't successful. He's loved me when I had a a good haircut and when I had a bad haircut. Although I don't ever remember having a bad haircut. But, uh, but, he, but he's loved me unconditionally. And that's what real friendships are like. But I've discovered that most people don't even have those sort of friendships. Do you know, statistically, in America, I don't have the stats for Australia, but amongst Christians, the average person only has two friends that they can confide in and confide in them. I reckon that's pretty sad. Because we serve a relational God. We just sung a song about what a friend we have in Jesus, sung beautifully by Daniel. My wife said to me, she goes, I love it when he sings makes me cry every time. And then I started crying. <laughs> and I'm not even a sook. I mean, seriously. I mean, You're awesome, mate. I love that. But what a friend we have in Jesus. I can talk like this today because we're just friends, you know. We're hanging out at church. And so, you know, the fact is that, that Jesus is our friend. And the whole concept of God working with us is about friendship and about relationship. And yet we live in a microwave world. We live in a Facebook world. And I'm here today just to challenge you, to encourage you, to reach out and be a friend to somebody, to reach out and let people just speak into your life, but build good, significant friendships. Because if you want to know what your future looks like, just have a look at your friends. Uh, The truth is, if you've got four friends that just got put in prison, I've got news for you. How many people know where you're going? If you've got four friends that are on drugs, how many people know that you're likely to end up in that place? If you've got four friends that have got some sort of habit in their lives, how many people know it won't take long and you'll follow that? there Because the people you hang around with that are intimately acquainted with you are a reflection of what your future is. You know, if you hang out with four people that are negative about church, how many people know it doesn't matter how positive you try and be, you will become negative. And I don't know you, but I know I have the power of choice, as you said earlier on. And I choose to have incredible, fruitful, brilliant relationships where somebody loves me and I can love them in the good and the hard times. And I hope and I pray that by the end of this service now, that you'll make some decisions to say, you know what, I'm going to build great friendships because that will be a prophecy towards my future in Jesus' name. So my friend, John Juliano, is the real deal. He's a real version. And so I've been friends with John for 28 years. Now, I'm not as old as him. You can tell that, obviously. But, um, I don't even need to put colour in my hair. But I'm 56 years of age. You know, you, I know some of you are thinking, you're not, you can't be that old. I am, I'm 56. I'll be, I'll be 60 like him in four years' time. It's amazing. But I've known him for 28 years. For half of my life, I've been friends. And I've been thinking about the friends that I have. And, uh, and as I said, I don't have a lot of friends. And you're sort of thinking, <laughs> I could see why. But the, the reality is, I have, like, somewhere, I have five really close friends. And then I have another five that are pretty like pretty close friends you know like next level you know and uh and here's the thing I wouldn't invite any of them out for lunch with each other they're not even like each other I mean they like each other but they're not like each other one's a prophet and he's mad and he's a lunatic and wants to declare the future another guy is a business guy uh, and he wants to talk about how we can build business empires another one is a pastor of an amazing church Called Life Source on the North Shore. And he loves these people and has got a vision to plan 50 churches. And, and, yet, and then I've got another one. And so there's all these different friends. And I think, how, how on earth can I have all these friends who are so diverse and different? And then it dawned on me they aren't different. Every single one of them has got a kingdom focus, every single one of them is kingdom first. And I thought, isn't that amazing? The reason I'm good friends with John Giuliano. Is there is absolutely no doubt in my mind, nor his, that he is kingdom first. And all of my close friends are just like that. And you know what I think about that? I'm not bragging about myself, but that tells me that my next 10 years are going to be fruitful. My next 10 years are going to be even more awesome than the last 10 years because I have surrounded myself with great friends who are heading the same direction, who speak the same language, who have the same passion, who will lay their lives down for the kingdom of God. And I want to encourage you to build friendships that are going to go where you want to go in the future. Decide where you want to go and make sure your friends prophesy that future for your life. That's what I love about John. And it doesn't matter where we are or how often we catch up, it's just straight away the conversation. And you might go, well, you're pastors. Of course you talk like that. But I've got friends that are business people and we talk about the kingdom. That's what we talk about. That's the relational. And so when we talk, you know, we talk about cars. We'll talk about our wives, gossip about them when they're not around, you know. Um, You know, we'll do do all that sort of stuff. But very, very quickly, our conversation will go to Kingdom Matters and how we can change this planet in Jesus' name. And so in the last 28 years, I met him down at Darling Harbour. Uh, I was 28 years of age. Julie and I wanted to plant a church in uh, Ulladulla on the south coast of New South Wales. We had to get his approval because he was the big boss of church planting at the time. And, uh, and he liked me so much because <laughs> I paid for lunch. No, no, I didn't really. If you know John, you never get to pay for lunch. But I, I went out for lunch with him and we, and we caught up. We planted that church. And I, I'm telling you this story because I want you to see the power of what a friendship does. I want you to see the power. Of, I'm not really here to talk to you about me. I'm here to talk to you about your pastor. But there's a bigger agenda here. Yeah. The bigger agenda is that you need to have friends that will take you somewhere. The bigger agenda is that you need to build networks that will cause you to be the person that God has called you to be for the future. And I strategically, I'm not that great at everything. I'm not that cleverest guy on the planet. But one thing I do know how to do is make good strategic friendships that are real and enriched. That people that are on the same journey as we are so that we together can be iron sharpening iron and seeing the kingdom established. 28 years ago, we had a chat, and I knew that was going to happen. And since that time, we've laughed together, we've cried together, we've traveled together. Last year, we were in Cambodia together. It was just so cool. So now, Pastor John is uh, working with the the Metamorphic team, and he's taking the stuff that he knows so well and investing it into our church planners around the globe. I love that. How many people know that's friendship? He's not doing it because he needs a preaching opportunity, because he doesn't. He's doing it because we're friends. And the beauty of that is because we are friends, I introduced him to my friends in Cambodia, for example, and then he speaks into their lives, and there is a multiplication that ripples through that nation and changes the future. Your friendships are prophetic. They're prophetic about your life, but they can be prophetic for other people's lives as well. Friendships are incredibly important. So we've dreamt together. Our wives are friends, as John said before. We challenge each other. We encourage each other. Nothing is off limits for us because we're friends and we're open and we love each other. Love at all times. So I've got 30,000 people that call me friend on social media, but only a few that are real. And the thing that they have in common, as I said, is that they're kingdom people. So I'm happy with my friends. Because they're telling me where I'm about to go. And I want to talk to you a little bit about those friendships and what we should do. Because Jesus chose 12 disciples to download friendship into. But how many people know it wasn't just because he wanted to be friends with only 12 people. He knew that if he was friends with those 12, that there would be a ripple effect throughout humanity. That those 12 would go. Into the uttermost parts of the world, that those 12 would invest into other friendships, and that those 12 friendships would be the reason why you and I can sit in a church today, just simply because Jesus became a friend to 12 and that began to have an impact through the generations. And so, as we build great friendships, we can think generationally. When John and I chat, just letting you into our life for a moment, when we chat about metamorphic, we're not just talking about statistics. We're talking about generational impact that our friendship can have to see multitudes of people saved around the planet. When we first started uh, Metamorphic, we were sitting here. I was sitting right there, and Daniel, as I said in the first service, was sitting in my seat, and I find that really offensive. I thought that, seat, I thought that seat would be just empty. After we left, I thought, that seat will always be empty forever. It's like, you know, it's not holy ground, but it's like it, you know. Because, by God's grace... I'm holy. So there you go. Anyway, um, um, but uh, but I remember we're sitting here and our vision was to plant a thousand churches. That was a cool vision. It was a big vision. I knew we could only do it with friends. And I knew that the multiplication of being friends with John and friends with some of my other close friends would not only build a community of faith and a community of friendship, but it would inspire us and safeguard us to do what God had called us to do. We quickly went past a thousand churches. Then we decided that we should revise our vision and our new vision became very quickly to be the largest, most influential church planning movement in history. And that is what we'll do. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that that will be achieved in our lifetime. And the reason is not because I'm brilliant. The reason is not because I have an apostolic anointing. The the, the reason is not because someone gave us a cheque for $100,000 on the first day of Metamorphic, although that's all true. It's because I've got great friends. And... My friendships are a declaration and a prophecy and a window into my personal future. And so are your friendships. And so I want to encourage you and inspire to build great friendships that will take you somewhere. So here we were 28 years ago, and I want to show you the power of that multiplication just very, very quickly. 28 years ago, John and I have lunch. We become friends. We get closer. We end up in this church And uh, we build our friendship further. Julian and Anne build their friendship. And then 17 years ago, we launched Metamorphic. And the truth is, we have seen 6,800 first-generation churches planted. And although John didn't jump on a plane and go and train all those people, how many people know that he was a friend that inspired? He was a friend that encouraged. He was a friend that when other people said it wouldn't work, when other people were negative. And I have to tell you, when we first started Metamorphic, and the vision was a 1,000 churches... Nearly every pastor I knew said, how are you going to do that? Where are you going to get the money? Where are you going to get the people? I want to tell you, there was one friend who didn't say that. That was that man. And that friend inspired me to keep going, inspired Julie and I to get up and go, you know, we'll just make this happen. We've heard from God and we've got friends that will stand by us. And as a result of that, we revised that vision. And now we are into the future, 6,800 churches, planting 28,000 churches with three to four million people having given their lives to Jesus. I want to tell you, those things are a testimony to friendship. That's what they are. Friendship with God and friendship with, with humans. We all need that human connection. And so the friendships you're building right now will determine your future. Isn't that true? Yes. Dazza, have a look at him. Great guy, great gift. His friendships are going to determine what happens in the next 10 years. That's the reality. It is. It's not about just about his genius. It's about the friends that he builds around about him. And so that happened 17 years ago. Because of a friendship, we started metamorphic. I just want you to see the multiplication factor here. Then 16 years ago, we were running a church planting program in Cambodia. We're operating in 26 different countries, so Cambodia is not the only place, but I use it as an example because there's been an investment from this house into Cambodia. A guy named Pastor Kun, most of you have heard a bit of his story at some stage. He came into our church planting program, he had 50 people in his church. He'd been pastoring his church for 20 years, and he had 50 people in his church for 20 years. Never grew it to 51. Never even scared anyone off with bad preaching to 49. He was a pastor of 50. But I became his friend. Genuinely became his friend. And God gave me a word for him. And that was, you will not retire. He was in his 60s. But you are an apostle to your nation. He went out and planted another church. Now, if you fast forward that, now here we are, um, 17 or 16 years on, he's planted 120 churches. He has 18,000 people in his network. The wells that you guys pay for through the coffee cart are all in his province and he puts them in places where we're planting churches he's impacting a whole generation and you say well what's that got to do with anything what I'm trying to show you is I built a friendship here and he inspires me through that friendship to follow the call of God for my life I could have been friends with lots of people that wanted me to go this way wanted me to go that way wanted me to go that direction chase this this red herring chase this thing but I had a friend called John Juliano who kept backing me, kept believing in me, kept believing in Julie and I. And as that happened, I met a man named Kun. And the multiplication factor of great friendships is now impacting the nation of Cambodia. And you say, is that really attributed to one friendship? Absolutely. Because I could have gone lots of different directions. But a real friend, a friend that loves, a friend that sticks by you in good times and hard times, is the friend that will inspire you to the future that God has got for you. And when I look at across this room and I look at the potential of every individual in this room, every single one of you with the seeds of greatness in your lives, every single one of you called by the living God to make an impact and a footprint on this planet. The one thing I can say to you is, if you will build great friendships, you can prophesy your future. You can have the future that God has got for your life. And I love this because friendships are important. It's not about me, it's not about my independence, it's not about coming here and trying to raise money, it's not about dependence, it's about interdependence. Come here, we're partnering to change the nation of Cambodia. Come here, we're partnering to plant 50 churches in Sydney. I'm all in to plant churches in Sydney. I don't need any money to do it, I'll just be here. I'll disciple, mentor, train, walk alongside, be on the phone, love unconditionally those 50 church planters along with these great men as we build a friendship a community of friends who have a common goal which is to win this world in Jesus name do you know we all have the chance to be a part of a community of friends because friendship happens on different levels we can't all be everyone's best friend I can't have 57 best friends it's not going to work but I can be friends to many on many different levels As I am in Cambodia, I've got a board there of three men who I trained 16 years ago that I'm friends with. One of them's planted 120 churches. One of them's planted 26 churches. The other one is the superintendent of the Assemblies of God in Cambodia. When I first met them, they were just getting started. I love that. How many people know that friendships multiply? And we have something coming up that I just want to mention to you and then I want to close with one thought. About Jesus' friendship towards you. But the reality is, we can be a community of friends. And I just want to implore you that we have an opportunity to plant 50 churches in Sydney. How many people get excited by that? And I want to encourage you to get behind that. Get behind it in prayer. When the time comes for the rally call, get behind it with your wallet. It's going to cost, it's going to cost. How many people know that friendship costs? We've invested a lot in our friendship. A lot of emotion, a lot of resource, a lot of time, a lot of effort, but I have not one regret about any moment that we've spent doing that. Not one cent has been wasted. Not one prayer has been a waste of time. Not one encouragement is not appreciated. But you know, that could happen at all sorts of different levels. And as we have become a community of believers and community of friends, we really can plant 50 churches across Sydney. But we can also plant another 25 churches. In Cambodia. How many people believe that? Yeah. We really can. And I want to give you an opportunity. There's an opportunity to do that as we obviously have missions coming up over the next couple of weeks. But next Friday, not next Friday, the Friday after, we have a missions dinner, which I speak at every year. And uh, don't get scared off by the price, because friendship has a cost. And I don't mean you're buying my friendship, by the way. Although, for a fee, I could, <laughs> I could consider it. I'm joking. But uh, we have a dinner, and and we're going to talk specifically just about one thing. We're going to talk about planting churches in Cambodia. Joe, Two years ago, because of our friendship, we raised in this church, with your generosity, about $75,000, and we planted 25 churches that now average over 130 people who have now planted a second church each. You do the mathematics. That was the best investment many of you ever made into the kingdom of God. I want to give you another chance to do the same thing. But not in a fundraising way, where we actually get together and we do it as friends, where I get into your world a bit, you get into my world a bit, where as a community of friends, we make a significant difference on this planet. So that dinner, by the way, will only cost you $750, now it used to be $1,000, we've discounted it because I don't cook anymore. Back, back when I used to cook, I charged thousand bucks. I mean, you want me to put a chef's hat on and look silly? It's going to cost you a thousand dollars. Now, now, now we, just, we feed you and we spend more time talking about what we want to achieve. But I want to encourage you, if you want to do that, you can see uh, Graham, who was up there playing trumpet, or you can see Pastor Helen. They would love to get your details and get you along to that. How many people? I mean, I know 750 bucks is a lot of money, but it's not really, is it? I mean, it's. M- McDonald's is about. A Happy Meals, nearly $750 now, isn't it? Anyway, whatever. Um, if, if you're passionate about church planning, if you're, if you're passionate about being a part of a community of friends that do something significant, I want to encourage you to get behind that and let's do something significant to de- together to change a nation, even as we go about changing this city of Sydney in Jesus. Now, I want to finish with this last thought, and that is just simply this, that when God decided to uh, communicate with you and I, He didn't send us a tweet, didn't send us an email, didn't ask if you wanted to be a Facebook friend. He sent his son Jesus in human form to be our friend. And you know, he is our Lord and he is our saviour. But Jesus' own words were, I no longer call you a servant, I call you a friend if you do what I ask you to do. We can have friendship with Jesus just simply by having obedient hearts towards him And his kingdom. And I love the fact that God is a relational God and he loves you, loves you, and loved you so much when he sent Jesus that he sent a real person, not just to tell us what to do, but to actually be a real friend and model what friendship is about. If you want to know how to be a great friend, then look at Jesus and how he laid his life down for you and I. I would lay my life down gladly for my friend John as he would for me because that's what real friendship is and I want to encourage you to be that sort of friend to the person next to you or to somebody work out who the people are that you're willing to do that with and as we try and plant churches in Sydney as we try and plant more churches in Cambodia let's be willing to lay our lives down as friends so that others can have life in Jesus name Thanks for choosing to listen to the LifeSource Christian Church Audio Lounge. If you like this week's podcast, then please share it with a friend. More information about who we are is available at lifesource.org.au. On behalf of Senior Ministers John and Ann Iuliano, we look forward to connecting with you next time at the LifeSource Christian Church Audio Lounge.